Hello, everybody. Don't mind me as I just remove my excess amounts of jewelry. Can you hear that? Probably. I gotta put them on like something soft. I guess technically we deleted this last time, but if nobody, if nobody knows, I wear like immense amounts of jewelry and I just never take it off. Yeah. By the way, I'm Bianca. And I'm Rebecca, and welcome back to our podcast. Yeah, welcome back to episode three now. Uh-huh. We get the intro of me struggling to remove lots of metal. Yeah, so we won't have any audio issues. issues. Alright, so what's on the agenda for today, Rebecca? We're just gonna really have a good time and chat today, because we're both Mm -hmm. just in the mood to have some fun. So we're gonna do some random generator questions today. Yep. Let's see, let's get to it. What's question number one? Ooh, right off the bat. Give it a whirl. (laughs) Oh, interesting that this is the first one. Oh no, is it bad? No, it's not bad at all. Meaningful jewelry tattoos objects. How perfect. Right after you took off all the jewelry for the audio. All right, so tell us about them rings. (laughs) You got them all in front of you. (laughs) All right, so I actually, um, I have a couple pieces of important jewelry to me. Um, I guess some of them are obviously just your typical gifts and stuff. Yeah. Like I have one that is a gift from my art teacher and art class from high school, but not from in my high school, but like a class that I went to while I was in high school. It was like an adult class. Um, and they were all like over the age of 60 and they were like the closest thing as I've ever had to grandparents, the most lovely people ever. And when I graduated, they gave me this beautiful bracelet. It's like, it's so pretty. Pre- yeah, it's like a no, I'm showing you a Pandora <laughs> bracelet or like a, some type of it's like a really nice silver medal. Um, and then I've got obviously a couple that are from my parents for birthdays and Christmas that I love and I just don't take them off. Um, one from my mom that says blessed when I graduated and I've oh, never Oh wait, she gave it. me one. But I, yeah, she gave one to me and my friends. Yeah, I, I think I forget. I think mine said fearless or something like that. That was so yeah, cute. Yeah, she. It was, and I've never taken it off since that day. It's never been removed. Um, and then my most significant one is, <laughs> ooh, did not think I was going to be talking about this episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a purity ring. Snaps for, for my girl. <laughs> who don't know what that is, it is often used in the Christian faith, and it's believed that... Um, if you when you wear a purity ring it symbolizes that you wish to save yourself for marriage you wish to not have sex until marriage which is very contradictory to i think what a lot of people think about me upon first meeting (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that one is my most precious ring i've had it since well i had one ring when i was in um what was it i think i got it when i was a junior early junior year or something like that and then I lost it that year because I was in ceramics and I had to take them off and it was devastating for me but since then I've had this one since end of junior year and I've never taken it off the first one that you used to have looked like a leaf right what does this one look like I forget this one is just a silver band that says I will wait for my beloved does it really yeah Ooh, that's so romantic (laughs) 
I love that. Thank you. I, yeah, it's something, a decision that I made in my life a number of years ago. And I love symbol, symbolism to like remind people, remind myself of things. Um, so yeah, those, I guess in terms of jewelry, that's most important. I also ironically compared to what a lot of people tend to think, do not have any tattoos. Yeah. And probably won't get any, but was there anything, objects, is there anything in your life that's like a um, very meaningful object that you have? I don't, I mean, as for objects, I don't really know. Um, like a bunny or a stuffed animal you've had. I have this stuffed animal unicorn that I got when I was four and right now it's in a storage unit which breaks my heart but I will retrieve it and it will never (laughs) leave my life (laughs) and I remember when I was like five my mom put it in the dryer because she washed it and all its fur like matted down and it's so sad because it always it's like really skinny looking like unicorn and like now it's just you know, like, matted down. <laughs> is that your beginning of your love for unicorns? Yeah. Its name is Uni, and it's a boy. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just is. It was so weird, because you know how most kids, like, pick the gender of their thing that is himself? Like, yeah. I had a bunny, and his name was Hop. Like, he doesn't leave my bed ever, but, like, and it was a man. I always was like, it's a boy. His name yeah, was I, I don't know. It's just, like, you just, like, know the gender of it. I don't right? know. Right? When you're and, a little kid, yeah. you're just, like... His name is Uni. He's so loyal, so sweet. This is getting weird. I'll, I'll stop here. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only object I have that would be, I guess, like sentimental. And then yeah. I only, my only piece of jewelry is my necklace, my little circle necklace. I've worn mm-hmm. it since I think my mom gave it to me. It was something I wanted, and I asked her to give it to me for. I think it was for Christmas, mm-hmm. and. It's nothing special. It's just from Etsy. <laughs> but um, I remember, like, for me, instead of wearing a cross necklace, the reason I have a circle is because I remember, like, one of the earliest memories I have from when I went to, I went to, like, a Christian school growing up, like, when I lived in Florida. Yeah. Um, and I remember around Christmas time, like, in Christian school, you have to go to, like, the chapel on Fridays, and they do, like, a little church yeah. service, like, during the school day. And I remember they were talking about why wreaths were circles. And, and they were like, so, like, why don't you think that wreaths are hearts? Like, you know, like, God's love, like, blah, blah, blah. But I remember that they said that hearts break and circles go on forever. And so, Aww. see, like, I don't, I don't like, like, the cross as powerful of a message as it could be. For me, it's just like, I've already messed that up. I have, I have, I have sinned so much. Like, I have already messed that up. And I know that the point of that is that, like, he did that so that it's okay that I sinned. But, like, I, I like the circle better because for me it shows, like, it's unbreakable. No matter what I did. No that, matter what you do. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, like, that's what that means oh, that's to me. Sweet, it's though. a lot more symbolic than, like, people think, but I kind of like that. It's, like, a little something you have to learn about me. No, I me. love that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's sweet. Well, I think that that's, that's interesting that both of us, in terms of jewelry, have ones that are tied to our faith, but I don't think that's abnormal. No. For any, any religion and any belief, I think yeah. people a lot of times have jewelry that is associated with it. Yeah. Um, let's see what other questions there are in our list. Ooh. Mm, interesting. Okay. You're making this a thinking one, face. What is it? 
This one is thoughts on body image and self love. Ooh. Yeah, it can be deep, but like at the same time, that's a I lot. Think... What? How do we want to approach this? I feel like, honestly, if we keep it simply this time around, maybe we could do like a more in depth discussion in another episode. For sure. But um, I think there is a lot of things that people have to figure out about themselves personally to understand self-love and body image and stuff like that because it's very different for everybody you know like I think there's things that people assume like for me as an example I guess it was a very difficult journey of self-love and body image because um, I have ectodermal dysplasia for anybody who was curious as to why I don't really have hair, which is interesting because I literally just posted about this. this yeah, <laughs> that post, that post, by the way, I woke up to that. That was the first thing I saw this morning. And I like <laughs> half asleep was like, who is this? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Looking fire so, as always. Um, I do not really have hair and that is merely a genetic thing where um, my body just does not have hair follicles Um, and it was something that I struggled with for a very very long time in terms of what I identified as femininity what I identified as beauty and loving myself but it's ironic because it's come to a point I think a couple of years ago where I just fully accepted it and was like you know what I love this version of myself and I wouldn't I think because of it I've grown so much in certain areas and was forced to mature very early but my biggest, I think the thing that I struggle with the most is actually my weight. Like, if I could change one thing instantaneously, it would not be my hair. Yeah. It would be my weight, because it's something that I struggle with so much. I am a true Italian in my love for food and my <laughs> desire to consume sweets every night after dinner. <laughs> so I tend to, my body weight fluctuates very, um, a lot. Like, I think over quarantine, I put on, like, 10 pounds and if you're in Europe I put on like six kilos (laughs) yeah so yeah it's it's definitely something that you have to identify in yourself where your insecurities lie and learn that like honestly it sounds so cliche again I feel like I say that very frequently but these cliche things seem to honestly be like the most simplest way to put things sometimes yeah Because it's straightforward. It's to the point. Yeah. You just have to learn, like, that everybody has weird things that they absolutely hate about themselves. Yeah. Even the most, like, like, I think my sister, who's absolutely stunning, has a beautiful body, has a full, thick head of hair, um, gorgeous and well-liked by guys, struggles much more with insecurity than I do in a lot of ways. Yeah. Everyone, like, deals with it, even if it seems like they shouldn't have to. Yeah, so you need to, real as simple as it is, you need to realize that as much as it feels like people are looking at you for things, they probably aren't. And if they are, give them a reason to look. That's why I, like, (laughs) that's why I picked such an extreme look from such a young age. I I was like, you know what? If people are going to freaking stare at me and ask me rude questions, I'm going to make it into something that, like, people actually end up being like, I love your look. I love your hair. I love that. Yeah. Instead of being like, why do you look like that? Why is your hair like that? Are you sick? You know yeah. what I mean? There's different, when you, when you force, and you can kind of take the image people see of you if you think it's a certain way and force it another direction. Yeah, like you know? change the story. 
Yeah. I think another thing is, it's like, something I hate about the expression self-love is it's so daunting and so vague mm-hmm. and vague. And it's like, you're never going to love every little detail about yourself. But I think no. it's, I think the part that, like, gets you to self-love or whatever is, like, just accepting you. I think it's more self-acceptance because yeah, if you just accept the parts of you, you're more easily able to like love and focus on the parts that you do like, and then you kind of just mm-hmm. don't care about the parts you don't like. But I don't like when people put so much pressure on like, no, you have to lo- love this. Like when they're like, like let's say someone isn't happy with their weight and they say like, love this, like love your weight, love your weight. It's like you don't have to like force yourself to love something that you don't like, but like, yeah, don't be drawn down because of it like focus on what you do like like i i don't know I, i'm more focused on what you like rather than trying to force no, it. you know is that valid <laughs> i don't know if i explained absolutely. it right no because it's one of the things i think as somebody who does struggle sometimes with my weight and how i feel about it it's hard when people are sometimes like oh my god you're fine don't even worry about it because i'm like but i'm i don't as much as like i know from an objective perspective i'm not like obese or Mm -hmm. overweight, I am unhappy with where I'm at because I know I could better. You know, it's like, if it's something that's unchangeable, it's almost easy to like um, learn to love it. Mm -hmm. But like when it's something that you know you can change or it's something that you can know you can um, force an image a certain direction, it's like, I'm unhappy because I have a, I can I can edit this. I can change this into a certain direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not I that you have to either. Not that I have to, but like there's a there's a knowledge there and I think that is a valid feeling of like Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah, like I feel and like sometimes the self-love message can get twisted into like What was I going to say? <laughs> get twisted <laughs> on like forcing you to focus on what you don't like rather than just accepting it and loving what you do like. I don't know. Yeah. People go to, it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. It is a lot of pressure. You just have to find a place. It's like the type of thing where I always tell people it's, I don't think the pursuit of happiness is the best goal. Mm -hmm. I think the pursuit of peace is. Yes. Where, um, because peace is a state of mind and Mm -hmm. happiness is an emotion. Yeah. You can't pursue emotions because they're fleeting and they'll go away the moment something changes, you know, but peace with stuff is a, state of being that is achievable um, through acceptance and um, allowing situations to just kind of flow over you and not attack you, you know? So I think the same thing goes with even self-love and body image is like, there has to be a point in time when you don't need to necessarily adore yourself and be like, yes, this is exactly how I want to be, who I want to be. But you have to realize this is who I currently am. Yeah. And if I want to move forward, I can. But if I also want to stay in this space of contentment with who I am, then that's okay as well. You know? I think that might be a bit more of a healthier mindset than forcing yourself to try and love. Because it's not easy and it's actually so stressful. Yeah. Yeah. You froze, but I'm sure that was great. I know. This is what happens when you are very far away. <laughs> very far away from one another. Yes. Um, well, do we want another question? Yeah, let's do another one. 
do another question. We'll do we can do a whole episode on that sometime yeah, when we, we like prepare what we want to say. There's like so well, many avenues you could go with that discussion. Really, truly. And we could even bring on guests on that one. Yeah, that would be a good one. That's for the guests. case. I feel like that would be a good one for guests. <laughs> Anyways, so we were literally just talking about this. Oh, gosh. Weird or interesting things you find attractive about guys. Oh, fuck. <laughs> let's, let's share what we were literally just talking about. Bianca, go. You brought it up. <laughs> okay, this is really odd. So if you know me, I have a strong dislike, very much nearing hatred for the taste of coffee. Mm right very opposite from me (laughs) yes i drink massive amounts of tea consistently throughout the day but i can't stand coffee and it's ironic because i am italian and or half italian my family is very much heavy coffee drinkers yeah but a weird thing that i find very attractive is men who drink like black coffee or coffee even though i like hate the taste for some reason it like does not bothered me I find it actually attractive Mm -hmm. and I was telling you this earlier today and you had like an epiphany moment I've never thought about it (laughs) I've never dated a guy that like maybe they'll drink coffee if they're tired but I've never dated a guy that liked coffee the way that I like coffee like I drink coffee in the morning like it's taking my vitamins (laughs) it would be so nice if like someone shared that love for coffee and like brought me a coffee when they made coffee or like we go to a coffee shop together and they get coffee too and it's not just them watching me drink coffee yeah what how nice and i was i was talking to our mutual friend becca mm-hmm. not to be confused with you rebecca yeah about this <laughs> <laughs> and um we were just talking about how her current boyfriend is like grumpy in the morning without his coffee oh yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah it's so annoying but I honestly find it I like that. so adorable. Because I'd be like, like pour me some. <laughs> I, and for me, it's like, I don't know if it's like a pride thing where I'm like, ha ha ha. Like, I am totally content and fine and not having withdrawal symptoms right now. Look at you, you poor innocent little creature. Let me get you a cup of coffee. Because, mm. Or if it's just that I genuinely find grumpiness adorable. Because my sister's like that in the morning and I think it's so cute. Like, the couple times we've driven to Starbucks in the morning, she hasn't had her coffee. She's all grumpy and I'm like... Aw, Belle, it's okay, we're going to get you your coffee. Or my roommates, some of them haven't had coffee yet, and they're all pouty. I think it's so cute. I'm like, we're going to get you some coffee. Interesting. And I feel totally fine. (laughs) But it is a weird thing that I find very attractive in guys. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the regular stuff that I think all girls feel, like when men roll their sleeves up to their elbows. Yeah, no, that's the weird one that we have in common is, for some reason, wrists. Yeah, wrists This goes and back forearms. to, like, high school. We would talk about this. Like, what's up with the wrists? Yeah. Why are wrists and forearms <laughs> attractive on men? Watches like, with a nice watch? When... Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's true. And I also love when men wear jewelry. Like, lots of jewelry. It's always been very attractive to me. That's one I don't think a ton of people like. But, like, when guys wear, like... When guys have a type of masculinity that is unfazed by things that are normally considered feminine i think that's Mm. very attractive yeah what other things what other stuff i don't know men are great we love men our styles are (laughs) our styles of men no (laughs) our taste is very different like like i definitely go for the very like 
boy next door, mm-hmm. friendly guy, and you and like like Thor. Thor or your typical like rocker dude. I hope you end up very with opposite Thor. ends of the spectrum. I know you yes. do. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like even just other physical things that I think. Oh, I love long hair on guys. I, I've always I can't do that. Hair. I can't get past that. I don't want to say that my because friend- like. <laughs> I'm open to things, but as of now in my life, and as I have been since I was 16, not into that. <laughs> Forever, I've liked long hair on men. I used to be in love with elves. I loved men with <laughs> man buns, um, with goth dudes with long hair when I was in high school, middle school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was taking um, a sip of orange juice when you said, I love elves. No, it's an interesting thing for me that I've all, and oh, love my friend. She's so obnoxious. I was telling her this one day and she goes to me and she goes, hmm, you must love what you can't have. Oh, I, like, I was like, you know what? That might be true. Oh, damn. <laughs> I took a moment and I thought about it and I was like, maybe I just genuinely am like in love with the thing I've never had. Wow. <laughs> regardless if you have any type of interesting aesthetic or style I tend to be attracted to you as a guy I like men who stand out because they're not like masculine their masculinity is not like broken by things are often considered feminine but I think that's because I tend to be the opposite direction Mm. you know where a lot of times I think I come across as somebody who tends to portray more quote unquote masculine traits or things that are not usually considered feminine. I wouldn't say masculine, but like the, the way I dress and sometimes and the things that I like, the way I look is not the most feminine, so. Yeah, it's not traditional. Soft. Yeah, it's not traditional, yeah, it's not like soft, girly, like no. body da Although my personality is kind of bubbly and like soft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a squishy person. I like very soft on the inside. Shall we do another one? Give me one moment. I forgot that in England you have to turn outlets on and so my computer has not been charging this whole time. All right, <laughs> proceed. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Um, okay. Most embarrassing story. Oh, I wrote it down the other day because I knew this question would come up and I would forget it when it came up. <laughs> I got it right here. <laughs> written down all right so i'm in new york city leaving a gathering and you know all excited because out with friends and you know i always get like louder and more excited and more fun when i'm with friends mm-hmm. we're at a restaurant and i go to you know like you know when you get ketchup and you go to shake it before you like pour it out so it's not all watery mm-hmm. so it was a glass bottle of ketchup and I grabbed it, just like, I don't know what I was thinking, but just so fast, I was like hungry and like jazzed. And I took the ketchup bottle and I shook it. And then the next thing I know is there's ketchup everywhere, including my face and my hair, like everywhere, <laughs> all over the floor. Wait. Because the, the cap of the bottle was not screwed on properly. And me in my excitement grabbed the bottle and shook it so hard. <laughs> The cap, I have, I, I have no idea where the cap went. I, like, 
threw a napkin on the floor and started moving my foot around to clean the floor with nobody noticing. Somehow nobody saw except the like the people I was with. Oh my and my God. one friend, like, grabbed her phone and made it, like, a mirror for me <laughs> so I could get the ketchup off my face and out of my hair. <laughs> so embarrassing. Really put a, put a damper on my mood that day. But I have a story for this moment now. <laughs> oh, my God. The time I threw ketchup in a restaurant. <laughs> I was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. I felt like such an idiot. I looked so gross with crusty ketchup in my hair. So embarrassing. Okay, mine, I guess. The the first one that came to mind is one that we had in another episode, but ended up like having to delete the episode. But it's the one when I went on a date oh, with that yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I went on this Tinder date first year with this guy who was so sweet. He was really sweet, and we met at a ramen place. Now, if you don't know me, I grew up like around East Asian, East Asian culture a lot, and I know how to use chopsticks okay <laughs> use chopsticks but when i get stressed out my hands like shake and get really weak so we're on this date and we go to this ramen place and i literally can barely hold my chopsticks to the point where i cannot pick up my ramen he's like do you want a dumpling and i reach over to grab it and i literally almost dropped it in his ramen and <laughs> i was so nervous and then he goes oh do you not know how to use chopsticks? And I was so embarrassed because I was like, no, I do know how to use them. I'm just really nervous. <laughs> and he was like, he was, he was so sweet. He was like, oh my God, don't be nervous. You're going to make me nervous. And it was, it was not a bad date. It was so sweet and lovely, but I was mortified because it's the first date I've ever been on. And I, here I am freaking can't even pick up my food and get it into my mouth because I'm so nervous. Oh my gosh. And honestly, I think most instances in my life in which I've been like really nervous and stuff like that have turned into embarrassing moments for me. Because I get embarrassed very easily. Like I am Oh, very... I know you do. You can't even watch Elf. I... <laughs> I get secondhand embarrassment easily and I am very easily embarrassed. And I turn red like so quickly. Yeah. Like, my face turns bright red, you guys. And like sometimes i won't notice it and then somebody will point it out and then of course now i'm embarrassed because <laughs> i'm bright red and if i am talking to you and i find you attractive my ears and my face are probably bright pink but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was definitely that one stands out in my memory as being really embarrassing um i'm trying to think if there's anything else besides that that i could think of right away as embarrassing I don't know. That one is just like, I vividly remember it because I was, it was my first date ever outside of high school specifically. And I was so nervous. <laughs> he was an angel though. He was so sweet. Really, really sweet guy. So <laughs> with long hair, <laughs> his hair was so long that when I braided it for him one time, it was oh. literally still at his butt. Oh, wow. Like it was long, long, but that is really long. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> moving on from embarrassing stories. Yeah. I'm not going to out myself. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. What obscure interests do you have? Um, is this just like something that you would like? I guess it's not mainstream that you enjoy. 
It's like, Kinko's I feel music. like it's like kind of mainstream, but I'm really into like hair and hairdresser videos. And like, I would love to go to hairdresser school. I don't know. Oh, if, yeah, cosmetology school or something. Yeah, I, w- I would love to do that as like a side job because I just think it's like, I don't know, it's fun. Yeah. I, I, I think it's so fun. Like, I watch like Brad Mondo videos. All the time. Oh, my sister I loves love Brad Mondo. Brad Mondo. I like like doing hair. I love dyeing hair, but I can't keep dyeing my own hair because I finally am growing it back out natural. And I'm like, oh, like I wish someone would just like be like, I'm gonna dye my own hair. Can you help me? And then I'd be like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, I don't have that. Oh. <laughs> I would let you do it. I just have like so much knowledge on like hair dyeing, and I just wish I could use it. Yeah, well, maybe you will. You don't know. Yeah, that would be so fun. That would be that would be a really cool. I could see definitely doing something like that as like a side gig or just yeah. like a fun thing for you to do. Um, you definitely have see. a lot. <laughs> you got plenty. I'm trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying to be picky about the ones I choose to share. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, I mentioned this last episode, but I study herbology. I guess that's one weird niche thing, kind of obscure interest that Very I have. Niche. I love traditional medicine um <laughs> not to say i, like I think western medicine <laughs> i think western medicine is a massive blessing and a godsend i just think that there's also alternative things that you can use sometimes or there's things that you can do just to prevent certain things by taking care of your body um <laughs> i want to preface that i'm not like a anti-vax like you can't don't touch anything everything has to be naturally no I think homeopathic medicine we're chill, is a we're wonderful chill, we're additive. Chill. <laughs> we're, cool, we're chill, we're chill. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, i trying to think. Um, I love anime. It's not really that niche anymore. Um, <laughs> obscure. Oh, um, I think, did I talk about this? I did talk about this. No, we talked about it in the episode we deleted. I love men's figure skating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not because That's of any specific really anime, random. just so all of you weebs know, it's not because of that anime. I never watched that anime, and I was in love with Fit Men's Figure Skating long before that anime came what out. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is only not, for the weebs. I'm not in the loop on this. <laughs> this is for the weebs, okay? <laughs> Those who were, like, anime lovers. Um, <laughs> I love, yeah, I think my, my favorite ice skater was... Um, Yuzira Hanyu still is. He's a phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal athlete. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, other obscure interests. I guess my music taste tends to be obscure, but we talked about that last episode. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. I'm trying to. I definitely have more weird. I'm ones. like fairly basic. I don't think you're basic. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that your interests are basic and I think I think you tend to be more narrowly focused on things you know like you pick a couple things that you're like yes this is it this is my jam yeah I don't branch out too often I am like freaking every direction under the sun have no like no I have so many directions I have like no direction and I'm being stretched in so many directions (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, guys, like, I definitely have other weird interests for sure, but I can't think of them right now. We'll think of them and get back to Obscure you. things. <laughs> yeah, maybe if, if more come to mind or if people who know me want to remind me in my comments or in my DMs, please feel free. Yeah. 
Get it, um, we'll get a poll going. Let us know what other just things Just don't you expose know me, you. please. Don't expose me. Stew. <laughs> I think we have time for one more question. Yeah, we'll do one last question. To wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, get a fish for a good one. Okay. Biggest pet peeves. Mm. I have a few. Hmm. I hate when people bite their fork when they eat. Mm. like oh like does that not hurt it's just like you know you know what i mean right when someone like takes a bite and they they like bite their fork and scrape they drag their teeth over the fork yeah oh it (laughs) freaks me out i mean of course everyone does it once in a while because like sometimes it's just you know an accident but But when people do that consistently it freaks me out i think i don't have like it's weird because i don't i'm generally unbothered by a lot of things but if you're somebody who's easily bothered by things, you can that can be a pet peeve of mine. Like I hate <laughs> like if somebody like if road rage happens and it's continuing like long after the fact that the road raid incident has occurred, I will be start to get annoyed. Like if you like if let's say somebody cuts you off and you're like, what the you start like swearing and getting all angry. Okay, I get it. Road rage is a thing. People have that. Most of my family has <laughs> some version of that. <laughs> But if it continues for a few minutes afterwards and you can't shut up about it, I'm going to start to, like, oh, I'm like, just let it go. I can't mm. stand people can't just let things go and move on. Yeah, like, why are we that. still talking about this? It's like, that it happened, person it's just over. forgotten about your existence. Yeah. That person has forgotten your existence. It's no longer even in their head. Why are you allowing them space in yours? Mm. So that frustrates me. And then, there, oh, my God, there was one that I just thought about. And it was, like, something that really just irritates me oh when somebody disrespects another person's interests is that a like, pet peeve it's like I, yeah that's a pet peeve it's a pet peeve because it'll because i am somebody i don't think who gets angry easily but it'll switch my irritation on like that and i am yeah. like um really quick like just like again it's kind of the same i guess idea where it's like why are you letting that person annoy you their interests bother you they're it's like just mind your own business and don't get so yeah. concerned about other people's like like I, that irritates me so much when people feel the need to like point things out be like you like that or like in a way that's like go to make somebody else feel somewhat uncomfortable I just, yeah and i know there's other like weird little teeny pet peeves that i have but I can't think of any of them. Yeah, it's hard to think. Though, yeah, it's hard to think of sometimes, though, like on the spot. Those are such like in the moment. I know things, I have more, you know? but it's just like in the moment, it's hard. Something really oh. specific where I don't even know if it's a pet peeve, but something that happens to me all the time that drives me nuts is I feel like nobody ever freaking understands my coffee order, especially when I'm in England, which is like I get it. It's another country, like it's fine. But like, why? What do you usually order? So like. I, I drink lattes for a really long time, and then I watched mm-hmm. one, someone make one one day, and I realized it's an entire cup of milk, and it freaked me out, so I don't drink lattes anymore. <laughs> but I was like, you know what, this is great. Like, So now I just order coffee. Just coffee with a little bit of cream. And mm-hmm. I thought, this is great. My, my coffee orders are going to be so much easier now, so much cheaper now. And so like, when I just go to Starbucks, I'm like, oh, can I just get a drip coffee with some cream? And they're like, yeah, sure, great. But in England, now I'm like wishing I was back to drinking lattes because everyone just drinks espresso here like when I say can I get a coffee they're like 
like an americano like latte and i'm like no just just coffee and they like look at me like i'm crazy and i'm like filter coffee and it's nobody's fault like i get it it's like just, just a, it's but like, it's just a cultural thing why like it's like everyone just drinks coffee in the morning at home like a keurig a k-cup like why is this suddenly so hard now that i drink coffee instead of espresso like my life was supposed to get so much cheaper and easier and i feel like it's this whole <laughs> dance when i order coffee and you look like the bougie like oh uh, yeah it's like it's you? just coffee it's like the cheapest thing on the menu it's just coffee <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't get more basic than that like just give me a black coffee i'll put the milk in myself <laughs> that's like major first world problem but like it, it's Ugh. something that drives me nuts lately okay that i don't know why it did but it reminded me of literally one of my biggest pet peeves is i don't like people wearing shoes in the house and outside clothes <laughs> on the bed how did this how did you get this from me to I think it's because I said it's a cultural thing, and then my brain went, oh. yeah, shoes in the house, too. <laughs> yeah. But, like, literally, I I hate shoes in the house. I think, first of all, I'm like, where are you going? Stay a while. Why you got your shoes on? Second of all, <laughs> I just cleaned. The floor's clean. Why are you bringing your dirty shoes in here? Second of all, dirty clothes on the bed. No, we put, our, we put comfortable clothes on when we get home, and we don't wear our outside clothes on the bed. You can wear it on the couch, but not on the bed. And See, that doesn't two. bother me. Yeah, that bothers me. Shoes off. Shoes off. I just don't shoes think off. shoes... If someone's got, like, muddy shoes, then yeah. But otherwise, I'm just kind of like, they're not, like, dusting anything off of them. Like, they're fine. Yeah, but, like, they're walking on your floor and leaving it outside. <laughs> no. It's dirty and I cleaned. Doesn't make sense. It's counterintuitive. It's, it's fair. Like... It's fair. <laughs> It's like if I decided to drag a tree branch along a very nicely leaf-blown lawn. You're like, what are you doing? Why are you bringing the tree branch across the lawn? Go the other way. Take it other direction. It's like, that was a really poor, like, comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything right off the top of my head that was like... <laughs> That's my dad coming out and being like, the lawn, the lawn, the lawn. But And the fact that we just had to clean the whole lawn because of... Hurricane Isaisis. That's such a name. I know. I don't understand that. I'm like, why would you Isaisis? Could we just like Karen? There we go. <laughs> Hurricane Karen. That would be timely. <laughs> that would be so timely. It would have been so perfect. It'd be literally memeably perfect. So mm. good. But then they had to go freaking Isaisis. I read it and I was like, I'm dyslexic, and my brain was like, Isaiah. There's no H. I Isa 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 Asia. It's like I couldn't read it. <laughs> I had to look it up and actually listen to a news reporter say it. For me to be able yeah, to yeah, say yeah. It. Before we recorded, you were oh. like, "Let me just Google this real quick. I want to pronounce it right." I know. <laughs> oh, all right. What are we at? We're getting towards the end, I think. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we're gonna wrap it up here for today. Yeah. Um. Again, if you want to follow us, our podcast for this, or our Instagram for this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, my brain. All right. We're going to need to write a script for this portion of the podcast because we always mess it up. Always. <laughs> this is like 40 takes at the end of our podcast <laughs> recording. Oh, okay. We are misfit underscore egos underscore pod. 
on Instagram. That's My right. personal Instagram is at IvoryWolf. Mine's at Rebecca underscore Dags. Also, if you're interested in listening to the next episode next week, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, and if you listen on Apple Podcasts, drop us the five-star review just because Please. It's it could be your good karma for the day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Give yeah. us a little treat. We love seeing that. Throw us a bone. Also, <laughs> please continue to give us um, different topics and ideas and questions you'd like answered on the podcast. I think in the next week or so, I will probably be uploading on my personal story on Instagram a place for you specifically to give more um podcast ideas but we love hearing from you guys we love your feedback it's been great um everyone's so wonderful and we look forward to doing more episodes yeah yeah so we'll see you next week right yeah have a good week everyone